Panoply. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Rational brain, brain. 
3CR, 8 to 5, 5am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon till 1 every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that the land was stolen and never ceded and acknowledgements to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in. And we acknowledge that sometime, on a program like this, sometimes the language can be of a Western nature, and of course there's been all sorts of ways to do gender identity and expression since time began all over the world, including on parts of this big island and smaller islands around it, people identifying as sister girls and brother boys. On the show today, well, it's been a huge week, um, lots going on to talk about in um, diversity and all the rest of it. Um, Have a look at um, the situation regarding a wrestler coming out. Yes, if you're a new listener to this show, um, part of diversity is we talk about wrestling and sports entertainment, which may or may not be the same thing depending on what you're watching. Um, There's been some big news relating to the queer community that connects in with that this week. So um, have a chat about that. Um, possible from a diversity perspective not to look at the situation regarding Collingwood Football Club. But, of course, the big news during the week is the passing on Thursday evening, local time, of Victoria's um, bill to um, outlaw conversion therapy. Passed the upper house with 21 people voting in favour um, and six voting against. Um, two Liberals um, defied their party line and voted against rather than, um, quote, not opposing, or in plain language, some would say, abstaining. And apart from um, Samantha Ratton, um, Fiona Patton, and Andy Medic, um, the rest of the crossbench um, voted against, um, which, you know, they probably took a bit of a so-called individual freedom line, I'm not sure. 
Um, obviously, the campaign got to it, so it would have been nicer if some of them had voted for it, but um, not to be. So the issue that I think possibly prevented them, and I'm trying to think from their perspective, is the issue of that forms of prayer were um, going to be considered conversion therapy and outlawed. And, you know, let's sort of tackle that one. You know, there's this idea that relig freedom of religion means religion can do and say whatever it wants to anyone. And, well, that's one opinion. My opinion on freedom of religion is that freedom of religion is the right to worship safely in your own space and have that viewpoint. And if you someone wants to get up on a at a pulpit or equivalent and say things like conversion therapy by religion should be allowed or not interfered with, well, some might say that's their choice. But the moment you step out into the public debate, that's a different thing. And in my opinion, um, you know, um, the other issue there is that religion goes and does the conversion therapy and who pays to try to support people who are damaged by it? Taxpayers who then have to support um, you know, secular NGOs or government-funded services. So, sorry, no. And there is a, a case to say that conversion therapy is a form of physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual abuse. And we've outlawed other forms of abuse of pe on people. Why um, should religion be allowed to do abuse and then dump the consequences on other people? There's been a huge natural outpouring of relief and happiness from survivors of so-called, I should say, conversion therapies. Um, in in that, um, you know, it's been a very long and difficult road to um, get to this point, and it has, I suppose, given a sense of catharsis and catharsis and um, yours truly is to some extent one of those survivors at the critical point in my life at the start of 1995 just after my 29th birthday I was referred to a psychiatrist um, who kept trying to do the will you first remember this when you were x years old what happened then which is a part of conversion therapy we'll find out allegedly where it started and um, then um, you know, sort of, um, then we'll be able to undo it and fix it and you'll be um, heterosexual and, in inverted commas, gender expected. Um, and, um, um, you know, we'll, we'll fix you. Well, that's still fixing, in inverted commas, not needed. So closure, in a sense, at last, knowing that at least there's far less chance in Victoria of this happening now. I've just looked up this psychiatrist. I certainly won't name the person, but um, they are um, someone who's listed as a Melbourne-based psychotherapist with a special interest in psychosexual medicine. Hmm. Um, and a former president of a medical group is all I'd probably better say. Um, if you want to start searching for that, good luck for you. Um, and... I think that, um, that the fact that this person is still practicing and taking such a uh, over-psychotherapeutic approach is of concern. So we're not going to get rid of all of them, but at least there's a saying to borrow from the fabulous Martin Luther King, the law may not change the heart, but it may restrain the heartless. And I think that it will do that to a large extent. So to all the victim survivors, well done to all those who led the campaign, Nathan Des Despot, Chris Saabs, Many, many others who spoke up. I know I'm only naming two, um, could um, list so many, um, to all the organisations who worked on this. 
Um, you know, really, really important that this has happened and well done to all involved. And a huge win for, for all. Um, so that's why we opened with mental as anything. Brain, brain, won't you guide me? Well, um, it can now guide you to a better place. Re-sexual orientation, romantic um, attraction, gender identity, gender expression. And also wanted to tackle the so-called concerns from the Law Institute, which um, claims that it'll stop conversations uh, about between parents and children about sexual orientation and gender identity. Well, what a load of piffle. It will mean children will be able to come forward safely and talk about their sexual orientation or with a greater degree of safety than previously, knowing they won't have to um, face conversion therapy. And if they're threatened with it, they now have some backup to say that's not on. So as sometimes, you know, I don't want to generalise, but when lawyers interfere in human rights and that they're at their worst stereotype, they sometimes get too bogged down in ivory tower textbook theory and don't think about um, humanity. And that's, of course, you know, dare I say, hashtag not all lawyers. Some do human rights really well and put the two together really well. But I don't agree with this argument from the Law Institute at all. All right, so we opened up with Brain Brain, my mental as anything. Um, well, maybe we can have a dance to this particular song by Barbara Tucker. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
There's kind of a lot of a lot of things that are coming up to the fore at the moment as well, particularly in terms of the way that we imagine, for example, essential work and also sort of essential community life or essential caregiving um, and how those how those function. If we think about sort of the way that queer family often takes very very sort of different forms and very you know important and meaningful forms that often don't match the picture of normative, heteronormative family life, but how so many of the of the affordances or the restrictions or the kind of the, the government governmental sort of imagining of the way that we should live and what we need to live and what we need to survive really is shaped around heteronormativity. You know, it's around the family life in the suburb, as opposed to many, you know, single individuals who have shared queer family both sexual and community connections that sustain them and that kind of give them give them life and give them give them sort of energy and comfort and safety and security and support you're listening to 3cr community radio 855 am on digital and online 3cr radical radio Out of here now. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon until one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard from Barbara Tucker, Stop Playing With My Mind. Um which um, is now going to happen in Victoria because there'll be um, far less, if not a complete erasure of the so-called, the practice of so-called, I'll call it conversion practices or in inverted commas, conversion therapy. Um, And all I can say is bon lidance to that. Um, And they never come back. And good to see a number of states and territories moving um, forward on that issue. Well, um, long-suffering 
um, listeners to this show. Um, thank you for your loyalty and support. Know that there are copious references to what is either called wrestling and or sports entertainment or both on this show. But for one, this week, it's for a relevant reason to the gist of the program being queer issues because it's about Gabby Tuft. The former WWE superstar, World Wrestling Entertainment, came out as transgender at the age of 42 in a lengthy statement during the week, um, saying, um, writing along a side of photo of herself, now this is me, unashamed, unabashedly me, which is pretty damn awesome. And it goes on to say, this is the side of me that is hidden in the shadows, afraid and fearful of what the world would think, afraid of what my family, friends and followers would say or do, she continued. I'm no longer afraid and no longer fearful. I can now say with confidence that I love myself for who I am. Now, there's been really compliments where it is due. Well done to overwhelmingly all the media on this who have used the right pronouns. And whilst they've used a um, Gabby Tuft's previous ring name when she wrestled in the first part of her life, they haven't used what I'll call a birth certificate name or a male name in use. So... Um, Tuft wrestled under the the ring name Tyler Rex. Now, obviously, um, there's going to be lots of media and footage, and for those who subscribe to WWE on YouTube or their network, you know you'll find all the matches in there from when um, Gabby wrestled as that ring name for about eight years, six to eight years, from about 2008 to 14. Um, and small content warning here for difficulty, but well said. She then goes on to say, quote, the emotional turmoil being transgender and having to face the world has almost ended me on multiple occasions. However, the day I stopped caring about what other people thought was the day I truly became limitless and allowed my authentic self to come into the light. So um, Tuft also thanked her loving wife, Priscilla, and they have a daughter, nine-year-old Mia, those who have accepted me for who I am. And um, she's also a long interview you can watch on Extra TV, which is pretty amazing. Um, So, um, yeah, there's, um, um, you know, it's a pretty amazing um, sort of tribute. Tuft also talks about her wife. Her lovers crossed many lifetimes. We've fought battles to reach each other and sometimes um, in our lives tried to, to break away from each other. Um, but so in every soul we find our physical and ethereal bodies unite as one soul that was meant to be. Um, and um, so, yeah, pretty huge going. Now, there's a few issues that come out here. I mean, WWE is um, being the largest North American wrestling promotion. I think we could use that approach. Um, and, um, oh, yes, I will come to that, Melina. Um <clears throat> And, um, you know, it has a huge influence. And, well, it hasn't always done well on queer stuff. It's sort of, inched, you know, been a case of the proverbial one metre forward, two metres back, so to speak. Um, and, you know, they've had, for example, Finn Balor coming out to an LGBT sort of themed entrance at WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans, which was pretty awesome and interesting. Now Finn Balor's back in NXT, which isn't so good. So there's one of your one metre back. And don't even mention the Bobby Lashley sisters segment from around three or four years ago, which certainly, in my opinion, was transphobic and acknowledging my privilege as a white, non-Indigenous person probably was racist as well. Um, so, and um, 
you know, there is, I will say, in terms of women generally, World Wrestling Entertainment are doing pretty well now with women having the same sort of matches, not the dreaded, please, deep breath, bra and panties or evening gown matches that used to happen, and women getting the same matches. And, well, the obligatory Royal Rumble mention, the women's Royal Rumble match um, last weekend um, in the local time and Monday morning Australian time was one of the best Royal Rumble matches ever um, from start to finish. Um, Unfortunately, Rhea Ripley, Australia's own, was the runner-up. There's the digression. But it is really good to see that someone like, um, um, as to use that male ring name, Tyler Rex, can be themselves and I just think is phenomenal to see this sort of thing happening. And the broader issue is, again, we see so much of people trying to do, we'll say, hyper-masculine stuff coming into things. And um, whilst I know there's a huge amount of contention about Caitlyn Jenner and her privilege in terms of class and wealth and income, um, you do have to say, be fair and say that it would have been incredibly difficult um, in terms of trying to be so hyper-masculine when deep down you knew what you were. Um, in the first part of Caitlin's life, she competed in the triathlon, uh, sorry, decathlon, 10 events, all that sort of thing, and so many people, you know, sort of cover it up. Um, a slightly embarrassing moment for yours truly, at the time of Caitlin's emergence, yours truly was interviewed by then um, ABC 774 breakfast host Red Simons, and I was talking about how some males can go to an extent to cover up masculinity when they're feminine. And of course, Red goes, I think I know about that. Um, I just um, sort of covered up my um, blush, uh, my sort of face by going red on air because it was radio. Anyway, going red. Um, there's, a, there's a point. Classic dry humour from Red. Um, but seriously, coming back to it, you know, it is a shame, of course, that anyone has to cannot be themselves if they're not harming anyone else. And whether it's, um, you know, Caitlin or... Any trans person or um, Gabby Tuft, um, you know, that's really sad. But there's been a huge positive reaction on social media, lots of people being supportive. The wrestling channels, as Tom from Cultaholic Wrestling would say, highly respectful. Also, WrestleMania, um, you know, What Culture Wrestling, all been respectful. Obviously, we can't control comments and don't read them anyway. And it is really welcome to see. Now, the second largest North American-based promotion, it would be fair to, possibly fair to call it, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, which um, is sort of providing, I will say, an alternative rather than competition to WWE, has an already out-trans wrestler in Nyla Rose. Gosh, anyone got a, um, some contacts for Nyla? I would love to naturally have her um, as a guest on this show, which would be awesome. Um, and it is also good to see, um, going beyond trans, there are lots of... Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, LGB, um, if I can put it that way, wrestlers coming out. Tegan Knox, um, an openly bi wrestler, shared news this week. And of course, back on Bi Celebrate Bi Day on September 23, 2019, um, wrestler Piper Niven, um, a female Scottish born wrestler, came out as bi on Celebrate Bi Day. So slowly but surely, these so called macho areas are getting there. And just sort of on a semi-related note, um, the sports part of sports entertainment. Once again, yours truly got out yesterday in the beautiful weather to an AFLW match, um, Melbourne Demons versus Richmond out at Casey Fields. And it's very interesting that, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, she has some, 
uh, sorry, um, that um, it's just such a different atmosphere at um, women's um, sports events. And I haven't been to an AFL men's match since 1997, but linking to the next um, subject, which you mentioned in your email, Melina, I'll talk to, to this after the next track, Eddie Maguire. Uh, I haven't been to an AFL men's match since 97, but when we look at what the sad, horrible stuff that Adam Goods faced, you know, has the culture at crowds changed? Possibly not. Um, so um, I want to talk about that next. And also, um, you mentioned, quite rightly, and I needed to mention this, the very emotional speech by Harriet Shing in Parliament. I'll just say, if you do watch it, and there's a Guardian article, to which it's linked amongst many other places, um, it is incredibly emotional, and I just have a lot of time for Harriet Ching. And as you say, Melina, quote, it's sad she's the only member of Parliament from the community who has a lived experience of being discriminated. It's a valid point that there's not too many out LGBTIQA plus people I can think of and well the first out person um, 20 years ago was um, a cisgender gay male who will say is on the record and that's all we'll say Um, and um, you know it is something for a state that is progressive yes we've got an awesome ally like Andy Medic who just proves once again what an awesome human he is from the Animal Justice Party, Freedom of Species, coming up at one o'clock talking animal justice. And um, it is just, um, it is an interesting thing. Um, however, of course, on the positive note, and I think long term we can look to something here, uh, Melina, that um, there are lots of LGBTIQA plus councillors elected, um, thanks to the efforts of the now named Victorian Pride Lobby and their um, campaign to get people into local government and a couple of interest to me uh, as I'm on the Committee of Bisexual Alliance. Tessa Halliday, who's a, an openly bi ca- um, person, is on the Council of Hepburnshire and I had a meeting during the week with a lovely young man, um, uh, who, Thomas Lightbody, who's a councillor on the City of Manningham out where I live. So it's just such a nice thing to see that sort of visibility. So I think we will get more... Um, I'll use rainbow people, interstate parliament in due time, particularly here in Victoria. It is a better place. Um, But, um, you know, we'll um, go from there and I'll address the rest of your um, email, Melina, um, in a little while. Now, I'm tossing up as to which track to play next. Do I go with Tyler Rex's old theme, Tyrannosaurus, or um, is that not going to be quite right? Or do I just use a... um, you know, theme that was used on Raw, and I'm going to go with, I flipped a coin in my head, I'm going to go with Papa Roach to be loved, which was the theme from Raw around 2008, because we all want to be loved, and we'll dedicate this to Gabby Tuft. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Get it back to a hardcore level Better be ready 
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard from Papa Roach, To Be Loved, which was the theme for the wrestling program on World Wrestling Entertainment Raw way back in 2008. Um, It comes in a lot in the Ric Flair um, retirement tribute after the relevant WrestleMania. Um, There's a lot of wrestling references on this show today. And loving it. Uh, and that's the bottom line, because that Sal Gold said so. I forgot to um, give you the means of getting in touch with the program, which I'll do in a second. Um, but there often are wrestling references on this show because we love diversity or something like that, or that I'm a fan of sports entertainment. And just looking here, that um, Nyla Rose, the trans wrestler I mentioned, now has Vicky Guerrero as her manager. Excuse me. You'll have to look that up. All right, coming back to Melina's email, which ties into the next topic. Um, you know, Melina says, quote, speaking of Eddie Maguire, um, a fun topic, not. Um, the real issue is that racism is, every, racism is everywhere in our society, all levels and every organisation. Sadly, if the behaviour towards a well-paid footballer can occur, can you just imagine what happens with no power around English speaking? We must vigil ensure it doesn't happen to anyone. And sadly... Um, I'll come to this one too. Saw a man wearing a Nazi symbol in Melbourne. Why do we continue to normalise this behaviour? Now, just on the Nazi symbol one there, Melina, no excuses, of course, for wearing that. Um, And in Victoria, and to my knowledge, nowhere in Australia has laws outlawing the um, displaying of of this swastika and similar. Um, However, I will say that there is some reports that I've seen after the initial report of this um, um, symbol being spotted in a Moorabbin store, which has a diverse clientele and diverse management, the person may have some psychological health issues. Now, I'm not going to say that excuses it, but it may help um, sort of um, deal with the concerns that we have um, that might sort of explain it, and maybe that person can get some assistance. So it's a challenging balancing act when people have perhaps mental health issues and do things that are degrading. Um, how do you work that one out? But, um, you know, sort of, um, 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 you know, sort of, um, also just um, before we go on to Eddie Maguire in detail, um, um, Hoffler's messaged me saying, I'd love to see people be their authentic selves from the heavy metal community. I'm not into that genre of music, but like wrestling, it's very male dominated. Well, I've got to give a call out to the fabulous Jade Starr, trans woman um, Hoffler, who used to be a death metal singer and affirmed her gender identity in the early 2000s and um, did a, one of the first, to my memory, autobiographical sort of biopical shows. She's a great musician, play her music, um, her music on the show from time to time. And she'd sort of used to, she'd be up there looking what society calls feminine and um, then sort of go, 
So originally I was a death metal singer, Satan. Um, so um, a real pioneer there who deserves acknowledgement, but yes, we need more. But I feel Hoffler, it is breaking down. So back to um, Melina's uh, message here um, and, um, you know, what you say, Re, the situation, Re, Eddie Maguire and Collingwood. Yeah, look, as you say, it is everywhere and there's certainly, you know, no one, I don't ever think there's an excuse for discrimination. To say, I will say, except for when, if someone, to use a saying, <clears throat> doesn't, don't know what they don't know and we all don't know what we don't know about all sorts of things, including aspects of diversity particularly when they're beyond our lived expertise. Um, that excuse certainly can't apply to Eddie Maguire in particular. What people forget sometimes is he and Mick Malloy, when commenting on figure skating at the Winter Olympics in um, the, I think it was about 2010, um, you know, made some very homophobic remarks and he was later interviewed and kept saying, well, I didn't mean it to be offensive, it was only a bit of a joke. Um, you know, it was just a bit of a lark. <laughs> well, of course, it doesn't matter how you mean it. And let's unpack that a bit. Um, in that, um, you know, when you say, and I pay full tribute to guest of last year, my, my favorite interview of last year, J. Andrew Baker, where he said, it's not about, um, how you mean it. It's the impact on the other person or group of people. Um, and I think that's exactly right. And, of course, then you've had um, Eddie's remarks about Adam Good, about a disabled person at the coin toss, about Caroline Wilson. And it's like, once is a mistake, repeat offender. And I'm sorry, I do call join the call on this one to, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, say that Eddie McGuire really can't stay on. He just, his position is intolerable, uh, sorry, untenable and intolerable, <laughs> Um, and yes, a report has come up. 26 February 2010, um, Eddie Maguire and Mick Malloy's allegedly, um, according to this report from the then Sydney Morning Herald site, allegedly homophobic mocking of male ice skaters and, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, some pretty stupid remarks. And I'm sick of the I don't mean it and all that sort of nonsense. Um, and, um, yeah, sort of, um, there, there has been criticism um, of Maguire's remarks there. So that's 10 years. And, of course, the culture at Collingwood will go back to the horrendous situation in 1993 with Nicky Winmar and what he faced as a St Kilda player playing at um, Victoria Park one day from the Collingwood supporters and his lifting the Guernsey. And, you know, it does need to be more... Um, there needs to be improvement. And, well, the response... You know, the proud day. I mean, goodness me, you know, humility, please. And I think the sort of toxic positivity approach that covers up these sorts of situations wasn't good enough. And it's just not a good enough response. And, you know, since then we've had a statement from the players, oh, so management can't step up and lead by example and, you know, they're passing the buck. Not acceptable. And I think that um, it is really time that Eddie Maguire moved back from public life um, and, you know, including television shows and all the rest until he can lift his game. Maybe people need to stop watching um, that afternoon television show. All right. Um, but it also raises the questions of what we can do. I mean, ally is the most used term. Sometimes people will say, how can you be do more than that? 
And you know, I think there's a lot to be unpacking that. And as someone who's, um, you know, sort of um, somewhat in the middle of that position, sure, I'm a bi and trans person, but I'm still white and non-Indigenous, and we can start working through all these things and how we do that in a way where we can, you know, sort of look at all our privilege intersectionally is, I think, a challenge for, for everyone. But, um, you know, we, we need people to speak up. I had an interesting conversation with someone who is white and non-Indigenous this week in that she, and this might sound interesting, um, gives lectures on racism. And I thought, hang on, you're white and non-Indigenous. But she said, yes, all my material is um, done in conjunction with, um, you know, people of colour and Indigenous people. And then she has that ability to sort of, we'll say, knock on the door and open it and maybe even bang it down. Now, that's actually a fair process. So <clears throat> it's where people start saying what they think needs to happen. And, of course, this has been a big issue in rainbow communities where at times elements of gay and lesbian, um, you know, sort of put their stuff onto people and then try to cover it up with toxic positivity. Look for my conversation with Sydney Mardi Gras about how welcoming our communities can be um, this morning on that one in relation to their poor history with bisexuality. And Hoffler's um, put another message to me. We need to talk about the enablers of racism. Um, and that's a fair call. Um, and Eddie Maguire, the mainstream media. Absolutely. Um, you know, it is really time mainstream media lifted its game both inside and out on all aspects of diversity, including racism. Um, I remember a few years ago there was a story about how an intern at a, we'll say, a major Melbourne newspaper um, sort of blew the whistle on transphobia in at that major Melbourne newspaper, which only leaves one or two, um, and was criticised by another media outlet for breaking the code of conduct as an intern. Well, hang on, anti-discrimination laws here, and Eddie Maguire's excuse is, oh, well, Collingwood's only a footy club. You're still an organisation subject to anti-discrimination laws. So same thing. So why aren't these conversations happened, happening? When we had the horrendous situation of live sexual harassment on air by Chris Gale a few years ago, and that's what it was in my opinion, and um, people made excuses for that. And it got shut down by mainstream media, particularly the broadcasters of the Big Bash at the time, who didn't declare their conflict of interest. And people were again making the same old excuses um, about, oh, I didn't mean it, he's just a gregarious guy. Well, it doesn't matter how you mean it, if you might th think it's gregarious or whatever it is, doesn't matter. So, yep, all these debates need to come into place and need to be dealt with. All right. Um, so, um, let's have a listen to some more music. And, well, you can't um, know everything, but you can, in the words of the Dingoes, originally from their comeback album um, um, from a few years ago and then re-recorded again on their live album, Dingo's live at last, you can try anyway. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Forbidden fruit, sacred ground, some things are out of bounds, or so they told me. 
When it comes to love, I'm just a fool. I disregard the rules. No bars can hold me. There's been a trail of broken heart and lost the will. I never started out with the right frame of mind. But all the doors are never closed, they're sticking Chances are we could take a dive But there's always hope while hope's alive and kicking Though the waters might get rough I know I want you bad enough I'll go under before I turn back Just ain't worth the cost of playing anymore I know we live in desperate times One side falls, the other climbs Way above the law The culture where it don't suit the season Dream is in an age of reason Always face the winter's bitter cold
in psychedelia. The knowledge with which they can go out and speak to people without feeling like what they're saying doesn't make sense. During the COVID-19 pandemic, in psychedelia continues to bring news and discussion about Victoria's drug policy and its many intersecting social issues. Find out how to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media. I just assumed there'd be more coherence around things like the law. And psychedelia does not condone or condemn people who use drugs for their choices. Our aim is to present the diverse intersections of psychoactive drugs and society. How we talk to young people about this inherent human phenomenon of seeking altered states of consciousness. You can hear in psychedelia live every Sunday from 2pm. Head to 3cr.org.au for more. 2pm next Sunday. 3C- <clears throat> Sorry, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Hi, John. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with listeners. I'm having my own mental health issues at the moment and struggling to get back into things this year. Um, had a pretty tough January, so I'm sorry I overlooked your messages via SMS, which you can um, SMS the program on 61456751215, which is what John has done. Reconversion therapy, great news. Unfortunately, no doubt that the ethnic community will take this underground. I know from a fact, being ethnic myself. And John has also said, "You did you hear the news about Martina Navratilova having a meeting with President Joe Biden in regards to not allowing preoperative people playing in women's sport? Oh, goodness. No, I hadn't heard that. Very quickly in response to that, the reason I said, mm. It does not matter if you've had surgery or not. It's about hormones for our listeners who may not be informed on this, and we need more informed debates on this. Um, Hoffler has also just let me know there's a female journalist at the Herald Sun that exposed sexism a couple of years ago. Well, same. I think it might have been the same one um, there, um, Hoffler, who exposed both sexism and transphobia, which, of course, sadly often go hand in hand. Um, So, yeah, um, if you do have... um, um, things to say about the show, and I didn't do it earlier. Out of the pan eight five five at Gmail, SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. Tweet at Sal Gold said so appropriate to say, and that's the bottom line. And always look for posts on Facebook three on my page Sally Goldner AM, and Out of the Pan three CR eight five five AM Melbourne. Now, as is the case now with um, Freedom of Species um, um, coming in live at one o'clock, I need to play a long track and move out of the studio so we can do the. Um, disinfecting and stuff, and um, we'll have to find more long tracks um, to sort of keep um, working through things. Um, Otherwise, um, you'll be barraged with eagles that might be pushing diversity too far. But on a similar note from the 70s, here's a classic from Little River Band. Um, It's a long way there. Well, it is, but I do feel we're getting there very quickly. want to give um, a big wahoo to someone called Georgie Kybell, um, from um, who writes for an article called Fashion Journal, and it's time cisgender women did more to protect the rights of transgender Australians. Um, great piece, um, really well done, and um, you know, sort of, and we need more of that sort of allyship across all forms of diversity, and we will get there. Anyway, take it out today with Little River Band. Way back when they started in the seventies, it is a long way there, but we'll just keep travelling the road. And thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
around.